0: Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today.
1: Thanks, that's all for today. 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 Thank you, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today.
0: Hello and welcome back to Thanks That's All for Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. Welcome back. Today I have episode five for you. Can you believe it? Five episodes. I'm very excited for Christmas, FYI. Today on the podcast, I'm actually putting my Christmas tree up, but also in, in other news, we have another very, very special guest. It's actress Amanda Clapham. Now, you may recognise Amanda for her TV and theatre work, including portraying Holly Cunningham on Hollyoaks and her most recent performance on Casualty. But without further ado, here's episode five with Amanda Clapham. Hello and welcome to Thanks, That's All for Today. Today I have an absolute beauty TV and theatre actress, Amanda Clapham. Hello, I'm so happy to see you.
1: No, it's so good to see your face. <laughs> I,
0: know, I want to give you a hug, but I can't. We do this sh- well. No, we don't need to do the elbow thing because obviously it's virtual. <laughs> no, I don't get the the elbow. The elbow. It's so not the same as
1: a hug. How are you? How are you doing in 2020? I'm great. I'm. I'm well as you know as we can be. Yeah. Um. Question: Have you ever done? Have you been doing the elbow at all? Like, I don't think I've done it once.
0: No, I don't. I don't think I've done it. At- have I? Oh, I went to the opticians on Monday and then my mum came and met me for a coffee afterwards. And we did that even though we live in the yeah. same household <laughs> because the optician had been in my face. So I think our our thought was like, <laughs> well, he's, you know, you've been up close and personal. Maybe you've got a Corona in the space of 15 minutes of having your eyes tested. By wow. the way, how expensive are glasses? Um, I, I don't oh. have any. Oh sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. Sorry. I forgot you've got like perfect vision, wonderful hair. Um, for those of you who are listening, I have had six inches cut off my hair. So I'm currently staring at Amanda's beautiful long hair, like, oh, give me your hair, please. And your eyesight as well. Oh, that's better. <laughs> if you could put your hair up, that would be great. So um I have to talk about our um my little anecdote for our meeting. I did a show last year called Stardust with the wonderful Amanda Clapham and I remember seeing the cast announcement because first of all, I was I went in for Delante, who you ended up playing. Oh yeah, so, I forgot that. So I was reading f- for your role, and um you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um I remember seeing the cast announcement, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is Amanda Clapham from Hollyoaks. And I thought, play it cool, play it cool. Okay, when you meet her, don't say. I've been watching Hollyoaks ever since I was about 11 and I'm such a big fan. <laughs> and so I didn't actually say anything until we were getting ready together to go out for a night out and we'd had some Prosecco. We'd had some food, had- hadn't we? Yeah. Had had some Prosecco. And I was just like, Amanda, by the way, I know who you are.
1: <laughs> I'm I such know a you. Big fan. <laughs> I've never been able to tell you. I remember you telling me, I was quite shocked because I thought, how have we got to this stage (laughs) where where, like, we've been rehearsing for like, we we were in Coventry by this point and you didn't tell me that, I mean, I I wouldn't expect you to tell me (laughs) like, but it just, it was, we'd spoke about Hollyoaks. We'd spoke about everyone. We talked about everyone's sort of jobs before that job. So the fact that it didn't even come up when we talked about it is what was funny. Because I was like, why didn't you just tell me? I don't know why (laughs) no it was just it was so funny and um
0: yeah I just remember being like when can when should I tell her that I know all (laughs) her her (laughs) storylines
1: you know what I mock you but actually I did the same thing with someone on with me with me (laughs) I know I know you following you I knew all about you before you did I did look everyone up in Stardust before we did it to see who everyone was. Yeah, I, I did the same. That, that must be a thing. I've never well yeah. actually I've never well, obviously when I got Hollyoaks I knew I'd watched it when I was younger as well. Yeah. I knew who most people were anyway. But before Stardust I definitely like looked everybody up. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a good thing to do because I think then on the first
0: day you're not like, sorry, who are you? And <laughs> or you all <or> you
1: <laughs> The way you would normally meet people, like in any other job, you wouldn't. Oh, I know. First, <laughs> well, what did they do in the olden
0: days before social media? I mean, <laughs> what would they have done? It's funny because I actually remember seeing Chris. So Chris played Cyrus, who yes. was um, the evil character in the in the musical, and um I remember meeting him and thought he was like absolute bad boy. And I remember saying to my mum like oh there's this real bad boy in the audition and he's like the complete opposite he's lovely he's not a bad. I don't even know what a
1: bad boy is I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just funny on that that when we Chris had looked me up because we all admitted that we looked each other up because everybody mm. does and what did he say to me because there is something in that as well where you you have you know we're all a bit we try not to be judgmental but we do have first impressions yeah and like, finding out what people have done and what you think they might be like. Mm. And Chris admitted to me after chatting to him after a couple of days, he said something like, she's gonna be probably, if anyone's gonna be a problem, it's gonna be her. And actually like- He was you know, right. And I was like, as if it's <laughs> gone from like, she's gonna be a nightmare to- Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's interesting that you can have those um, perceptions of somebody, you know, just from seeing something on social media, we, we were actually talking in yesterday's episode about how, when you, and I don't know if you feel like this, because I know in the past, you've had experience working on a panel where you make an assumption maybe on somebody when they walk in, whether within like the, maybe the first 10 seconds of seeing them, if you like them or not, maybe not like them or not, but maybe get a feeling of somebody from like the moment they walk in the room. Are you like that when you're on the panel at all?
1: Um. I think everybody has initial sort of um, I think more so now I'm working through not being as well I I always try not to be judgmental because I know people will make judgments on me and then when they meet me usually I'm not (laughs) what people expect (laughs) based on what I look like Um, and that in itself is just you know we all do it to some extent, but I'm really trying to not doing that. But what I pick up on now actually is people's energy. Yes. So if someone comes in with a good energy, I'm naturally, I'm drawn to that because I want to know more. Um, just the same as if someone comes in with a bad energy. Um, I don't really know how to describe this. This sounds like I'm like...
0: No, you know. no, it's really good. No, it's, it's, <laughs> but, really, it's really good because it's so interesting that... From having yeah. the point of you who is who who is who, are who is no that was right that was right I doubt <laughs> myself there who is still auditioning but also has experience on the panel it kind of it gives you a complete new perspective and audition like how what they're looking for on the panel and what to do and what not to do and um you know how to come across because I I I definitely thought when I was younger that you walk in like hey, like eyes mm. and teeth and they really want you to be like really keen and actually authenticity I've learned is what they want. You know, they want to know you as a person and, and see what you're like, but they, you can see straight through somebody pretending
1: to be someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually what I do on the panel is, um, I'd like to think I'm very kind. Um, yeah. and I always see the best in people. So even if I did have, a sense to bad energy and I wasn't quite sure I would still challenge that I would still give them yeah. every opportunity to do the best in that audition just like I'd hope someone would do that with me so yeah there are things for me personally where I might um you know notice something and think oh you know but at the same time I'm fighting for everyone to do their best Yes. And I think that's because I'm an actor. Yes. So yeah, I'm on the panel, but my main experience is being an actor and auditioning. So mm-hmm. I know what it's like. And I audition for drama school. I audition for so many drama schools. So yeah, I just know what they're going through. Whether people make judgments or not, I mean, I can only speak for myself. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. um, I do think that when, and I believe this when I go into an audition as well, is that the people mm-hmm. that are watching your audition want you to do well. They want you... To be as be- the best you can be, yeah, because that's that's what's exciting to work with. Yeah. You know, whether it's on set in theatre or at a drama school, you know. Um, so I think we forget that sometimes that that's what they really want, and that is what I want. When I've sat on the panel, I want people to do their best. I want, yeah. and I'm every sort of uh, yeah. I am very forgiving. I'm very kind. Mm. I think so. You've got to give it your best shot and trust that that's what they want, because yeah. then you're enjoying it. The person watching it is gonna enjoy it. Yeah. And do you well, give
0: anything away when you when you watch? Do are you like are you <laughs> kind of like, I'm not okay. giving anything away, poker face, or are you like encouraging I I'm terrible, I give it all away in my face? Like
1: ah, well done. <laughs> so I'm aware that everyone's nervous and everybody's watching other people, probably thinking about their yeah. own life. And it's just sort of making sure the room has the right atmosphere for people to be able to to get up there and give it their best shot. I don't know if I give anything away. If something's funny, I've definitely laughed loud. Yeah, definitely. Because if something's funny, it's funny. Um, I, I try not to like. Uh, I don't know if I've been caught off guard and and laughed too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want- yeah, yeah. And I also I'm cautious of laughing too loud. Some people get egged on. Yeah, but then it makes them even funnier. But some people, as soon as you laugh at them, because we're in an audition setting, this has only ever happened for drama school. I know it's happened yeah. for me, actor for drama school, never really in a casting room. But when you laugh, it can actually throw them off because then they they think, oh, there's more pressure now. I've got to make sure I'm really funny. And I don't want at that stage of like before somebody's trained or at that stage of their career. I don't know. So maybe I am a little bit more guarded. And on the subject of training. So you trained in
0: Manchester. Yeah. Manchester School of Theatre. Amazing. And since graduating in the past, you've also been on the panel for Man Met, haven't you? Yes, amazing. So, what I'd love to know, and I'm sure people listening who are thinking of going to drama school, um, or or just interest interested in the the process, having done it themselves, what is the difference between that drama school audition and an audition maybe in a casting room with a trained professional? Is there any major differences? Is it kinder? Is it harder? Is it? Because I'd love to know, like, what the what the difference is.
1: Well. Having auditioned for lots of drama schools, uh, I was young, I was 18, so I I remember it being really daunting, and um, I was kind of told that the college that I went to did warn us, you know, they they say that these auditions, and I think some drama schools do this, I don't think I applied to the one that has this talk with you before you audition, and they say they pretty much put you off acting altogether. Yeah, yeah they'll say this is the most grueling process you'll go through mm. in the actual world because when you go to a casting, it's not like this. And the reason they say that is because when you're auditioning for drama school, the, the tutors are trying to figure out, you know, is this someone that A, has it, has the talent, yeah, um, has the ability to um, take on the training? Yeah. Um, and respond well to the training because it is rigorous. It is not, mm-hmm. you know, it's long hours. It's emotionally, it takes a toll. Yeah. Uh, physically, everything. Um, so that's what they're trying to figure out. And so they have to do lots of stages to work on your speeches, um, voice, movement, everything that, that goes along with it. So it's a really rigorous process because it's about a three year training. Yeah taking on and that you're paying for. Mm. Um whereas a casting for an audition, it's okay, you're an act, you're a professional actor now.
0: Mm.
1: Here is the casting brief. You're your own artist now. You come in, you do, you show what what you would do with this part. Yeah. In a professional setting and that's it. You've got your shot, you've got your could be five minutes, could be 10, yeah, 15. But that that's kind of how it's treated. Whereas drama school is okay, you want to train to be Mm. an actor. Um, So I think it's just, yeah, it feels very, very different when I've auditioned for drama school. Yeah,
0: I remember them being as well a long time. So like maybe a full day or a weekend recall. I asked the worst question I think anyone has ever asked at Bristol Old Vic. It was their recall weekend. Oh, Oh my God, I put my hand up because I just wanted to be you know relevant Noticed, like oh she's asking lots of questions and I said no oh <laughs> go on so if you wanted to defer a year if you got a place and you wanted to defer <laughs> everybody asks that question someone what?
1: always asks that question not everybody are you sorry. joking
0: <laughs> I have spent 10 years thinking I asked no. the worst question ever but it's so insulting I mean at Bristol Old Vic you've only got four well when I was I was yeah, auditioning four. Four, Four girls and eight boys. To say, "Oh, hello." Also, can we just talk about that for a second. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because I was told at the time, um, not actually by anyone at Bristol Old Vic, by a teacher that that men work more than than women. Yeah. So, but even, um, even at that stage, you're being told, "Yeah, there's less work for women." Yeah, and it was like, "Yep," yeah, that and it was just accepted. And to be honest, it was never never questioned. Like it was, they must have changed that now. I wonder, I, I don't actually know anybody that, um, I'll ask because I'm teaching a lot of, you know, 17, 18, 19 year olds wanting to go to um, drama school or university. Um, so I'd be interested to know actually, but um, oh, what a question. I'm so glad someone else has asked that because I felt like an idiot because the woman said to me, well, generally people don't defer when they get a little bit. And I was like, I, I just wanted to ask a question. <laughs> So let's play a game. It's a really exciting game, Amanda. That I've made up myself. <laughs> um, so, oh, I've missed you, by the way. I just had a, I just had a flashback to when we were in Coventry and we were rehearsing, and me, you, and Sophie were taking pictures and laughing. And the-
1: those were the days. <laughs> those
0: were the days. I just loved that whole like cast
1: feeling, especially cast. Especially was just a dream cast. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, not that I've really had lots of casts to compare it to on different jobs, but. No, but that was special. Yeah, that was such a special bond. It was like a really
0: very, very, very special group. And I think as well with the creative team as well.
1: I just think there was a lot. (laughs) I nearly quoted Darius then. Oh my
0: goodness. You're not (laughs) going to say love in the room. (laughs) I
1: can't say. You cannot
0: say that. I love the room. (laughs) There was though. Oh, I miss it now.
1: I know. (laughs) It's been
0: a full year. It's been a full year, and it's the last like it's oh, it's the last like proper show that I've I've done since then because obviously as soon as sort of Feb and March hit this year, I don't know if you know, but we went into lockdown. (laughs) Anyway, um, so let's play this game. I'm gonna try and do it quick fire, quick fire round, okay? Um, (laughs) you took a (laughs) swing of water, (laughs) (laughs) and you have to answer while drinking water. Okay, audition wise. Open or closed? Huh? Oh, this
1: is the game? <laughs>
0: <Huh>? <laughs> right, Amanda, you failed. Right, thanks, that's all for today. Right, do you prefer an open audition or a closed? Like, would you prefer to go to an open audition or like an invited audition? Oh,
1: I've never been to an open audition, so
0: invited. <laughs> invited. I mean, I don't know who would choose open, but, um, but yeah. Um, group audition or solo audition solo can we just talk about the stardust audition where we had to audition in pairs with a dance routine
1: i walked out of there going i have not got this like there's i no walked way. out with and I'm not shy. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: i've never done a dance call where there was only two people and I, I, first of all, I fell in love with Lena Patel when I walked in because she's oh, yeah, beautiful. the choreographer of Stardust. I absolutely, as you know, fangirled over her the whole time. And um, we had to do this move. I don't know if you had to do it for like 12 counts. We had to like melt oh, into our partner. And I tried to be really sexy, but kind of just fell like a dead weight on my partner.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I did, but it was not good. And the fact that it was filmed and shown to Smith. Oh, no. I never want to see that video.
0: And um, good job that you didn't have to, uh, or I didn't have to do that routine in the show. Oh, wait, no, I did.
1: Oh, you did. (laughs) You were so good that you were so hard on yourself, but you were brilliant. (laughs) Remember when they want me to have this song? And Robbie kept coming up to me going, because I had to sing for the audition. Yeah, Half the Man. Half the Man, which was a great song. I mean, I only sang sang the wrong bit of it. You I was like I didn't I'd never sung in a musical theatre audition before right and they say in the first email of a, a verse and the chorus yeah, yeah they, they then sent the bridge right bit. um yeah they and the, the middle and eight they're trying so hard to live the dream that bit yeah, yeah I'm I'm pretty glad I didn't have to sing that bit <laughs> <laughs>
0: well I the reason why I knew what song you were auditioning with was because I auditioned for Talante too anyway (laughs) I'm joking I did love the parts I was given I absolutely loved playing Tara and Constance for anyone who didn't see the show Tara was a wannabe pop star and Constance was a therapist anyway um self-tape audition or in-person audition
1: in person I do love tape but I'm still gonna say in person do you prefer a cold read or a rehearsed read? I can think of another word
0: for rehearsed read. Like, would you prefer to go in and read sides like just, you know, off the top of your head, or do you prefer to have like scripts that you've been able to practice? Oh, rehearsed. Rehearsed. Um, monologue or like script conversation with someone script. on the panel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to see you
0: strip. <laughs> Amanda, that's so forward. We really I for a job. while. <laughs> so monologue or strip, which one would you prefer? Oh my
1: god. Um um script. Script. Sorry. I got is that what you mean. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, or like Yeah, I don't no, not monologue. Like monologue is no. I mean I'd I'd like to do a monologue again because I've not done one for so long, but I still think I prefer. Well, I'm glad you said that because I've got a monologue for you right here and I'd like (laughs) you to read it. No, I'm joking. Hiya, it's just me
0: editing Harriet here from the future. Uh, Wow, clearly thought this was an absolutely hilarious joke. Seeing as I've used it two weeks in a row, major apologies. Uh, I better write some new material. That is highly embarrassing. Also, it's not even that funny. Okay, next question. Choose singing or dancing cool? Which one? Singing. Singing, fab. Uh, Would you prefer to know the panel or perform to strangers? Hmm. Know the panel, I think. Um, Would you rather read with another actor or read with the panel?
1: Read with the panel.
0: And would you rather play a villain or a love interest?
1: I think I've played a love interest. Too many times a a villain. <laughs> villain. Villain. Villain's the best. I mean Delonte was a bit of a well, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I love Delonte. Yeah. I like, she's not sweet, like she's anything but sweet, but um but she yeah. She's fabulous. In she a dark side. Fierce. Um TV
0: versus theatre. T V. TV. And comedy versus serious.
1: Comedy. Comedy.
0: Fab. Amazing. You've passed. You've got the role. Do I get? Yeah, you, you've got the job as Amanda Clapham on Thanks, that's all for today. <laughs> you can stay. I was going to have to end the podcast short, you know, yeah. you get it right. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, where it started. How, obviously we know where you trained, but... Were you always going to go into acting or was it something that you accidentally got into or were you just like, no,
1: I'm two years old and I'm going to be an actress when I'm older? Oh, no. So as a kid, I was completely into athletics and football. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be an athlete. Wow. Yeah. I loved running. I still do. You're you're
0: very, you are very fit, if you don't mind me saying. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) You are. You are. You're. When, when we worked together, you, you know, you'd go to the gym, I would be asleep, but you are like, (laughs) you are very, um, very still very athletic and very into your fitness. I mean, you worked out like in lockdown, I I was watching you while drinking, tea, (laughs) (laughs) working out. So tell me, so you wanted to be an athlete and then what changed? How did you
1: become an actress? So my sister was in the choir at high school. And we used to go and watch her in uh, the Philharmonic, actually. near where oh, I wow. Yeah, they used to do a Christmas show every year and she'd perform. And I remember watching it and was just like, this is incredible. The feeling that it made me feel when I was watching yeah. it. I know a lot of people say that <clears throat> who are performers, but it did. I just was like, I want to feel that feeling, but I also want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And then because she was in the choir... They did stage productions um, in the high school, and be- she was in high school before I was, so we'd go and watch them. Um, she was usually in the chorus, because she wasn't really into acting, she just liked singing. And I just remember watching Oklahoma, and was like... Oh my gosh. I mean, I always fancied the main part as well. Yeah. Even like, we're quite young, <laughs> I don't know yes.
0: <laughs> so, Harry, I've always fancied Bert from Mary Poppins he was like my dream man <laughs>
1: yeah
0: my ultimate
1: yeah, he was charming though. so then yeah. and I was like I want to do this um so when I got into high school I actually didn't do it I went to the choir but because I liked singing that's mm-hmm. what got me from acting so then I auditioned to do Les Mis no that's a complete <laughs> <that's a> comp- <laughs> God,
0: Liar, Liar, she's lying. I have audition for Lame's in my life. Oh my god. Amanda, you can't sorry. come on here and lie.
1: <laughs> she's oh a liar.
0: Um, she wasn't even in Stardust, she lied about that as well.
1: We've never met. No, sorry. I auditioned for Guys and Dolls. Mm-hmm. Very different um, from
0: Lamie's Very, very different.
1: <laughs> but I auditioned with a Lamez song because I was in the choir and I was so nervous to do it. Oh. It wasn't the first time I'd auditioned. I'd auditioned for another one before that and I didn't do very well. So I got a part, but I didn't get a singing part.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when it came to Guys and Dolls, I was in my final year at high school and I auditioned for the main part, uh, not Adelaide, Sarah Brown. And I practiced this song over the whole of summer and then mm-hmm. I sang it in my audition. And I remember my, my drama tutor, she was brilliant she, I, I just, you could sing as much as you wanted. Yeah. So I sang the verse, the chorus, and then when it, same thing, <laughs> same thing as Stardust, when it got to the bridge, I was like, and I'm copying out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. And she was like, no, sing more. And I was like, oh no, I, that's, that's all I'm gonna do. So then I got the part, but I shared it with another girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that with, cause there was so many of us that they split both of the main parts. But yeah, so um, when I did that, it gave me the confidence that I was singing solos on stage and and acting and the feeling that it gave me. And I did um, drama as well at GCSE and I just loved it. And so then I went to do performing arts and drama at college. And I was like, I'm going to drama school. This is what I'm doing. And that was it then. I was like, I'm going to be an actor.
0: Amazing. So what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't an actor? Do you think you'd be doing something sporty if you weren't an
1: actor? Well I think there's two things that I'd be interested in. So I did want to be uh, an athlete but I also loved football when I got to high school. Mm. When I was at high school girls weren't allowed on the football team and they didn't even have their own girls team so i played netball instead. Obviously it's not like that anymore thankfully and so but can you imagine if I'd been on a football team but then at college I could have been and I still chose not to. So I either would have been a footballer or athlete or I also got Uh, enjoyed watching the news and the weather when I was younger and I remember saying to my dad um, I think I'd quite like to be a weather girl.
0: Oh my gosh imagine turning on my tv and seeing Amanda as my weather girl I'd tune in all the time you'd be great. But I do it
1: anyway you know I teach at um, Act Up North which is uh, yeah school as well and um, I teach then every time I see my students I mentioned the weather. I know it's a British thing to do and I know it's a really boring thing to talk about. It really is. But I think it's because when I was younger, I really did want to be a weather girl for a little bit. And What put me off was knowing that they actually couldn't, they had to learn how to point at the right place because it's not actually there, is it? It's it's projected on. Onto a screen, yeah. So they have to sort of do this. And because I was so scared that I would get it wrong, it put me off.
0: Oh, Amanda, what if you were like pointing at Wales and you were like, the
1: weather in Bristol.
0: (laughs) The weather in the north is better than the south. And then pointing at Cornwall. And in Scotland. um, In Scotland, it's really warm. (laughs) So that's so interesting because I never would have known that you would have said, I know you're into your fitness, but I would never have said that you um, potentially could have been a footballer or weather girl. That's so interesting. That's something I've learned today. That's great you know extreme extreme well. to the other no it's great I, no it's great and so it's really for you it was about that like that feeling and I I think that's what a lot what keeps a lot of us going especially mm-hmm. people who are still you know still going um and not sort of giving up on their on their dream and their aspirations because it is that buzz and it's that mm-hmm. energy I think that's why we're all especially everybody from theatre is missing that that we were talking about it yesterday. That five minutes before the the show opens, or you know, hearing the audience, that energy from the live show, and, and anything yeah. could have happened in the day. And then it's like you're on stage, and it's it is escapism. Um, so, oh, go on. Yeah,
1: I was just going to say. I think it, as well is that you know that you're making a difference with. Mm-hmm. Well, everything I've done has a story to tell. Um, that's going to definitely. Help, and that there's so many stories to tell that are reaching out to people and. And changing us so I think it's not just the buzz it's knowing that that's what the arts does mm-hmm. uh, and
0: yeah. that's really important that you've just said that about stories because I I do feel that with all the characters that I play and I'm sure especially with some of the stories that you've had to tell mm-hmm. um, in especially in in Hollyoaks yeah. it really is it's not just oh Hi, I'm so and so. I'm Amanda and I'm Harriet, and I just want to be a show off, and I just want to be on stage and everyone clap me. It's actually about the stories that you get to tell and the different people you get to play, and you know, bringing that those stories sometimes very troubling and very harrowing to life. And it's not all singing or dancing. Obviously, there are elements of our jobs that are you know, the, the end of stardust. So much fun really uplifting but there are stories that you have to tell and that is why the arts are so important
1: and the thing is a lot of it is some people well, a lot of people don't know how to talk about things and then they see something on whether it's on mm. screen on stage and then it gives them some sort of I don't know like they know that maybe encourages them to talk about it. I know for yes. example things that I've done that people have messaged me even on my Instagram to say I watched you in this storyline and you really really helped me um I actually rang the charity that you wow and it's like if what even one person does that from a story that you've been a part of telling that's the whole point of doing it yeah Um, and and it's not just about drama like even comedy if you're making somebody laugh at a time where they just need to put something, I've had times where Mm. I watch a lot of comedy where I need to laugh and I put on comedy and they're providing me with a service (laughs) by Mm. making me laugh definitely
0: So I wanna play, um, I wanna play another like little quick fire round um, about rituals. And it, this is like kind of post and pre auditions. I don't know about you. It's probably just me that does it, but there's a uh, a Starbucks, the Starbucks Reserve in, um, oh my gosh, what part would you call it? I, of London, I can't even remember, it's probably Soho area. I can't remember the, I think it's the, near the Leicester Square sure. tube station. Yes, And I go there after every audition and there's a bit where there's like a gated area next to it where there's bins. And I walk up and down then, up and down on the phone to my agent or my mum. And then I go in and I, when I was living in London would get like the cheapest thing on the menu, like an Americano and hot milk for a pound and like a cookie and just sit there and literally be like, um. And I always have to go there afterwards and I know like some people have like special travel plans that they take. Um, but I just want, I'm going to ask you a few questions. If there aren't any, then don't worry. Just make them up, Amanda, like you did about <laughs> <Les> is. Um, <laughs> Is there any specific food or drink that you will have or won't have before?
1: Um, uh, well, I wouldn't drink anything milky because it's, I'm, same with acting. I know mm. singing, definitely don't drink milk, do you? Um, well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm always having a latte before I, <laughs> I mean, you, don't, you do whatever you want. You've still got an amazing voice. So you would always ask that question too. Well, I, yeah, I wouldn't have anything with milk in it. I mean, I don't drink milk, but I'll drink replacements. So yeah, um, yeah, nothing like chocolate. Well, again, I don't no. eat it. <laughs> no,
0: I know. Well, I just don't eat before. And that's probably a really bad idea. I
1: have to have something.
0: Uh, that's, not- that's something I'm learning.
1: Yeah, yeah. Otherwise you get the shakes. Bananas are good. Slow-release potassium, I think. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, who do you tell, if anyone? Actually, there's two questions in this. Are you a tell-all or are you a secret Sally? And if you tell everyone or if you tell people, who do you tell?
1: About the audition?
0: Yeah, about the audition, whether it's first-round, recall, finals.
1: Well, I, I just tell people, like my my close friends, because they usually say, what are you up to today or what are you up to yeah. this week? And I can't... Well... I did just lie to you before but usually I can't lie (laughs) so I'm definitely not secretive but I feel like maybe I should be a bit more secretive because if you tell too many people Mm. naturally it does put pressure on you subconsciously whether you know it. That's a really good point I tell everybody like I tell everyone I I, not not what maybe what it is yeah and if I'm in London as well like if I'm in London for an audition all my mates live there and so I try and make the most of my time there. So I'll be like, oh, can I come stay at yours? Let's hang out and whatever. So they know I'm down for an audition. But to be fair, you know that you're going to be auditioning for lots yeah. of different, something that you're putting any weight on getting it or not. Do you think it jinxes it at all if you tell anyone? Or are you just not superstitious with it? I, I used to be superstitious. Maybe I should start being, see if it does make sense. No,
0: I just wondered because I, I know that some people are so secretive about it. They're like, I cannot tell anyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know that that's what I, I'm not no. sure um I'd have to ask them maybe I'll do like a little
1: survey yeah <laughs> do you tell people work. does it work but if I'm chatting to someone and they say what are you up to and I'm on a train to London then yeah. I mention it definitely I, t- I tell everyone I, I put it on my social media oh, oh yeah no I don't post going to an audition <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know who does me yeah. <laughs> um yeah. do you uh when you're when you've done the audition are you like Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, see not thinking
1: about it. Or do you then overanalyze it? Um, I definitely, straight after the audition, I usually call someone. Uh, You know that call, you speak to someone, it's like... (laughs) Like, it's so fast. And I've had the calls from my friends as well that have done that. It's usually with auditions that I'm a little bit more sort of... um, Not not unsure of, but I had to do an audition once where um, I had to go in and the character had amnesia after an accident and she had to be told that her child had died three times within the space of like one minute. Wow! I knew it was going to be emotionally draining. Mm. Um, So I prepared on the way. Um, I found the talking bit beforehand very difficult um, to to the casting director because I was a bit like I need to stay in this because I don't want to. She got it like she was lovely about it Um, and I did it and I knew it had gone well and we all. I didn't get the part, but, you know, the, we got great feedback. But after something like that, I had to talk to someone because yeah. I was like, I've just bared my soul. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 20 minutes and, and I need to, um, you know, speak to someone. Have a but release. Really, really fast. Um, but then after that, once you've had the sort of, oh, this happened and then you just move on. Yeah. Um, but in that time, I might analyse what I did because yes. you naturally do. And I've heard my friends do the exact same thing because you can't yeah. help it. But then after that, yeah, it's complete. It's done, dusted. On to the next. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm I'm the I'm the same, not. No, I literally overanalyze for about two weeks after making notes. I'm thinking, okay. oh, terrible, like terrible overthinker. I can talk myself out of anything. I'll come out of an audition and I'll be like, I did this, I did this, I did. and then if I get a recall, I'm like, oh, why did I just think that I was awful? Yeah, I need to stop that. I think that's a. Yeah, it's a very negative thing to do. Do you prefer to have feedback after an audition or none at all?
1: Hmm. Feedback, I think. Yeah, I've started to get more feedback than ever. Um, Wow, really? I think more more people are doing it because a lot of actors have requested it. And I think, you know, you do spend a lot of money going to an audition well, Mm -hmm. um, and your time and effort. So a bit of feedback, I guess, is... I'm not, like... I wouldn't worry about not getting feedback but it's always nice to get good feedback isn't it
0: yeah no definitely
1: yeah I got feedback after that that audition and I think because they were just like everybody was so good like everyone wow gave so much and they were like you know we've gone with the person that we've gone for for whatever reason but like thank you so much because yeah you just gone into a room and bared your soul and then gone see ya <laughs>
0: So let's talk about Hollyoaks. So let's let's concentrate on the audition. So how did you find out about the audition, and and
1: what was it like? Was it a long process or a short process? Um, it was quite quick actually, because I was a recast. But I'd auditioned for Hollyoaks when I was still in my third year at drama school mm-hmm. for a different part completely, uh, which my friend Mandit got. I'm uh, a friend Nadine who played my friend as well. Oh wow! She auditioned. She got down to the last two with Mandit, uh, wow. and she then ended up playing Cleo. So mm-hmm. we all auditioned for some of the parts because they do bring people back in. If if they like you, they'll bring you back in at Hollyoaks, which is amazing, great. yeah. Um, so that was my first audition at Hollyoaks. Uh, and then I I think it was two years later, I got the audition for Holly, but I didn't know it was for Holly. Yeah. I was, I was a new regular. And I just got back from Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I was doing a comedy show with my two friends. Amazing. And I was a bit like, hmm, I really don't see, because it was a younger part than what yeah. I was. Um it's for a 16-year-old, and I'd just come out of drama school, and I was like, oh, surely, you know, they won't want me. Like, I met, my agent at the time was like, just go for it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I was never considering not doing it, but that no. was my sort of attitude. But I went, um, did the audition. I actually got locked out. Um, I've just remembered that I got locked out because they, they tend to lock off certain sections of the corridor. because Oh, I right. So I went to use the bathroom and then I got stuck <sighs> on the side. <laughs> and so I was late and I was like, oh no. And I was really nervous because- yeah, of course. Because I was near the canteen and you see some of the cast and it's such, when you, before we were in it, like, it's such a glamorous. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when I say glamorous, you watch it and you think everybody's so glamorous. So like, how am I, how would I ever fit in this place? So I all of a sudden became really aware that I was stuck in the oh. canteen and couldn't get to the casting office. And someone said, oh yeah, they've locked off to film in that corridor. you have have to go all the way through the car park, back round to reception, which takes oh. a- at least five minutes. My God. I was due to I'd asked to go to the bathroom, but I was like, oh no, I'm not back in time. So they're going to think I'm late. Um. So- Oh, that's the worst feeling, isn't it? When you're late for an audition. I was really So I was like, no. Oh no. So, I went round and then I got in and they- there was other people in the waiting room so they'd look like they'd audition somebody else first so mm. then when i got there jill was like don't worry about it um come on in so that audition was really quick was yeah went well uh didn't think anything of it i didn't hear anything for two weeks wow like, really yeah so by this point i thought well that's not going anywhere i didn't really give it a second thought because i didn't think i was right for it anyway mm. um that's I mean, quite was- nice isn't it oh. to not be like worried about a role to you know, to kind of just go and do the audition. That helped to get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you were probably just relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause with Stardust, I was like, there's no after that dance call, I was like, there's no chance I'm gonna oh. get that. Yeah. So then um I heard back two weeks later and they said, Okay, uh, you've got a recall in London, uh, at Spotlight in London. Wow. So went down and had to wait opposite this beautiful girl, and she was about seventeen. She was a model I swear she was a model and I was just like there is no way oh Amanda stop um and that audition went really well I I remember walking in there was a huge tv in front of Rick Laxton who was the casting director at the time Mm -hmm. um and I walked in and uh Brian the exec producer was there as well and I just remember the first thing I said was are you going to watch me back on that tv (laughs) and he he was like yeah I went okay then (laughs) I Wait. love that. See, that would probably in a tiny room. And I was like, "So you're you're judging me on this TV whilst like you're watching me back." Like, I can't think of anything. W-
0: like, oh, I that love that, cool. that you said that. That probably that sold it at the beginning. I reckon.
1: But That audition went well, and then I got a recall two days later
0: mm-hmm.
1: on a Saturday. I was like, oh, because it because it was a recast, they had to get me on set like oh, yeah. on set like the next week within three weeks. So then um, I went down, and uh, that's where I met some of the cast. And then there was more people in the room, than the writer, and they got me to do a lot of improv. And right. I really enjoyed that because I'd just come off of Edinburgh. Wow, great. improv. Well, Steph, who was playing on screen one, was like, I've I'm not improv for ages. Oh. <laughs> I mean, she was great, but it was just funny. And I was like, but it was so much fun. And I had just come back from Edinburgh, where we did a lot of improv anyway. That's quite I- nice, though. <laughs> they gave us a scenario so I knew what story had to be told and actually it was really good because they I think they just wanted to see the chemistry between me and Steph Mm -hmm. so it was great because it she we really got on straight away so it just meant that you could use your own words to sort of tell a story and get on with her and play around with the scene um so yeah I knew it'd gone really really well and I went first and I was up against a 16 year old um and I was a little bit older and I sort of said to her, I was like, oh, good luck. And she was like, oh, you were really good. And I was like, don't worry, you've got this. Like, And yeah, I just, I had to wait over the weekend. And they said, you'll find out. Rick said to me before I left, he said, if you get the part, you will find out on Monday because filming starts on Tuesday.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So your first day will be Tuesday and then you'll be filming that week. And I was like, okay. So, um and then, so over the weekend, I just couldn't stop thinking about no, it. No, no, it's, that's the worst, isn't it? That thinking about it period before at you find out. Yeah, I couldn't go, oh, I've not got it because I knew I'd done really well. But in my head, I had to tell myself, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you're not, you're up against a 16-year-old, the party's a 16-year-old, he's still at school, like, you know, tell yourself that and then, you yeah, get, uh, you know, get to this stage and then be disappointed in yourself that you mm-hmm. didn't get it. Because once you get to that stage, of course you really want it. Cause, yeah, you know, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, so I found out on the Monday and my agent told me. And I was in the office where I used to work at a dancewear shop and online store. Um, so it was in an office. And I was like, everyone knew I was waiting for this call. So I went and got the call. Uh, I cried and came out. I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I was like, I'm leaving tomorrow. <gasps> oh my gosh it was a family-run business and they were so lovely and they went out and got me a present at lunchtime they were were just so happy that I. oh
0: my god isn't that feeling the best feeling once you find out you've got it it's like oh my god nothing like it so would you say out of the jobs that you've done I know you we've done obviously tv and theater and you've recently been in casualty which was aired during during lockdown um I love seeing you on TV. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know her. Um, what would you say? Do you have like a favorite job? Um, and if so, does the audition, you know, kind of link with that, link in with that?
1: Well, Stardust, when I auditioned for Stardust, I definitely thought after the dance course that there's no way I have got that. And then I got it. So I yeah. think I think that's natural when you've done something. I mean, they were just auditioning to see if I could dance in case I needed to in certain sections, but My part didn't have a dance, so. And you can dance as well. (laughs) You can dance. (laughs) When I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think that can happen with any job, but I've got to say casualty was such a nice job from beginning to end. So the audition process, I've got to say, Roland Beckley, uh, the casting director, I think he does EastEnders as well, but he does casualty. He's so lovely. And oh my gosh that really helped ma- massively and yeah. i knew the director so that obviously helped too i'd worked with him at Hollyoaks, but i was reading with roland and it, he was just so great in the audition process so i felt really relaxed and yeah. uh so i got the i found out in january that i'd got the part um i can't remember how quick it was i think i auditioned and found out like i think i auditioned on a friday and found out on the monday um, wow. Do, is that, do you think TV is that quick? Because it sounds like it's a lot quicker than theatre. It's very quick. However, it just depends on the project, I think, and what parts. Right. Because I was a guest part, they cast guest parts a lot quicker than they do regulars, I think. Right, okay. Because regulars, they know that you're going to be there for a long time mm-hmm. and they're going to see what you're like as well and, and everything. Um. So I know guest parts on Hollyoaks was cast quickly as well. Uh, so Casualty was great because... It was just so, everyone was lovely to work with. The thing is, I guess I had to compare it to Hollyoaks in terms of what it would be like on set and how much time you'd get to do the scenes. Mm -hmm. Because Hollyoaks is so fast. You have to get scenes done so quickly because they've got their single cam and the other soaps are multi-cam and they're producing the same amount of episodes. Really? We occasionally have two cameras and on stunts we have more. But honestly, you're so up against the clock that it's the fastest I can imagine ever working but that's all I knew mm. so I was wondering what it'd be like at casualty whether it'd be similar and it was just a bit you had a bit more time
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was still you were still up against the clock a little bit but yeah. it was just a bit calmer yeah and there, and then it just made me feel really really calm on set and I knew what I was doing I'd done my prep um it was a quite a heavy storyline but yes, it was you know I just felt really relaxed and the actors were great the crew were great it was uh, I was again I was lucky to work with great actors that were well um and do you
0: think the audition being a positive experience kind of set you up in a good frame of mind for the for the job because you got to you know you you knew the director and you you had a great
1: experience in that first audition do you think that helps yeah I think so I also knew the producer uh Matt McHale he worked on Hollyoaks for a brief time as well. Um, and I knew the camera op. Okay. Freelancer. So he worked at Hollyoaks as well. So I met, I was working with people and with people that I didn't. Yeah. But it kind of put me at ease, I think, mm-hmm. because you've got that shorthand, especially with the camera op. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, definitely. Um, So it was just a really nice experience and uh, being in Wales is lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was nice. I had, I um, had, I was there for a few days and then I went back the week after but I had like half a day off um, in between filming Uh, and I've got a friend in Wales as well so we went for dinner which was nice. Lovely it It sounds like
0: an all-round lovely
1: experience. Yeah everyone I've got a lot of friends who've done it and they all say the same thing I think just people that work there the way it's run is really sort of straightforward.
0: What is the major difference if you could sum it up Um, between theatre and television auditions is there anything that kind of jumps out at you that you think oh that's what I always get from a tv audition or that's what I always get from
1: theatre do you mean the experience of the yeah
0: it's like the actual the experience and actually maybe the format
1: yeah so I think uh the main difference is the script I think because with theatre I remember getting my first theatre audition when Mm. I came out of Hollyoaks and they sent me so many sides but I wasn't reading all I think I was reading quite a few scenes yes um, and there was so the, the text is usually a lot longer like tv mm-hmm. scripts are quite short um and snappy and like the way that it's shot um but with theater there was just some really wordy scenes I had to do this full-on monologue from one um and I thought I had to learn all of it because with TV again, it depends how much time you've got. Yeah, you can't always really learn it, and you have to do, if you have to do a really good cold read. That's what you've got to do. But mm-hmm. I like to learn it as much as possible, so I can feel freer. Um, and I'm quite good at learning lines because that's what being yes, yeah, like muscle
0: memory, isn't like, it?
1: Yeah. Um. So I thought, right. Well, I'll I'll try and learn them. But it was so much to try and learn. And and then a few of my friends were like, Oh no, you don't have to learn all the lines for a theatre audition. Um. Right. Impossible because they want you. They want to see what you do with lots of different scenes mm-hmm. explore the text a bit more with you interesting you've said that because I went for an audition with one
0: of my favorite favorite directors um, recently well actually not recently beginning of the year when things were normal and I said do you mind if I use the um you, use my my sides and he said yeah it's not a memory test
1: and I thought that's such good advice, but good I have though a cold read, and that's what I do uh, when I'm teaching yep. actors. We do lots of cold reads because I've been in an audition for a play before where they've given me and said, "Oh, can you just read this scene as well?" And I'm happy to do it because that was for for theatre. It's harder with TV because you you know you've been filmed in your audition. Yes, so yeah. You get used to getting a new script and lifting your your eyes up. So that's that... really good advice. But that cold reading is just practice. It's definitely. and and bringing it to life when you've not even had when you've had it for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and making a couple of quick decisions and bold decisions on what you think about that scene or what you think uh, about the character in that scene Mm -hmm. um, and what they want if if you can do that it's great because not only are you doing a good cold read but you're, you're making some decisions as an actor, about how you want to play it in that short amount of time. And that definitely takes a lot of practice. That's really good advice, actually, because I think as when we did Stardust and we had to read each other's
0: scenes when we, you, when we started running the show and we got to read each other's um, scenes uh, and you've heard it so many times. You heard how you know, you or Chris or me or Sophie or or Robbie or Natalia have said, you know, or Isaac, I'm gonna have to name everybody now, Chris, if I said Chris. Um, But shout out out everybody, Um, and T and Marcus and Josh. Okay, shout out Stardust. No, anyway, what was really good was having that experience of cold reading. Um, Are there as many rounds? So for theatre, for Scylla, I think I did about seven rounds.
1: Are there as many for TV? no uh I think it depends on what it is right it can be if it's something I imagine if it's a big project and you're going for the lead Mm -hmm. I I imagine there's more rounds um that's not happened to me uh in my experience um but I've had friends that have gone through that definitely I do think that theater especially musical theater you see they make you do everything
0: when you go in for a television audition, who generally reads for you? Is it the somebody on the panel? Is it that you ever ever have the writer,
1: or is it is it somebody that's come in just to read? So it's sometimes the casting director, or sometimes I'll have an associate, mm-hmm. uh, or um, I'm trying to think now. Actually, I think I've even had a film director read wow. uh, with me. It was like an independent like an independent project. Mm. But he read with me. And yeah, it's been different every time. I did have one audition where two auditionees were still in the room whilst I auditioned. And mm-hmm. that was weird because I'd never had that before. What, waiting or auditioning with you? Auditioned. And I was like, are they, they staying? Okay. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Oh. Like, it was like, But I just was like, it was in the oh. spotlight as well. Oh
0: my gosh. I hate auditioning in front of other people, even though i then want to play the part in front of thousands of people just the audition I just don't want anyone else in the
1: room I've not done it very often but at drama school I didn't mind a group audition because you had an audience so maybe I don't know maybe I need to go for a few group maybe I'll go to some it does it does really help though I, I have met lots of lovely people from group auditions
0: because you kind of all bond together and you know in some auditions they'll get people to do the backing vocals for you or you have to interact with them or they're your, you know, they your audience. Um so it can really help. It depends. With singing, I come to life in a group audition. Dancing, I think I my favorite dance call was Stardust it as there was only two people in the room. So I kind of felt mm-hmm. like I could ask questions more and and yeah, that's- it was more per more personal. <laughs> going to move on to a game called have you ever bit like never have you ever but you know not not naughty naughty <laughs> what a funny word um naughty. have you ever auditioned for your dream role or do you have a dream role
1: um no I
0: don't think I have when I do a musical called Harriet Mullen the musical you can play that because I know that's your dream role
1: that is actually my dream role I'd love to what play would be you. so
0: maybe not necessarily like an you. actual role but what would be like what breakdown on
1: spotlight would you love to see uh it'd be a comedy it'd be probably be a sitcom um where I get to play maybe a sort of parody of myself yeah amazing <laughs> a parody of myself like not yeah. like Amanda Clapham but um you know I would love to play that part like um, a friend's kind of vibe or um well obviously I'd love to be you know how much I've grown up loving <laughs> friends but you know pa- Parks and Recs have you seen yes. that yes I have yeah so Amy Poller, part like that in a comedy I would love to be in a um what's the office it's a uh mockumentary, a mockumentary. Yeah. If yeah what it came up to be a mockumentary I would love that you heard right. it
0: here first any directors
1: or writers <laughs> of
0: future mockumentaries we've got Amanda Clapham here
1: have you ever
0: um we've we've kind of talked about like being late to an audition next question is been late but we've talked about you getting locked out at Hollyoaks um have you ever sacrificed something to be at an audition i cannot plan anything because something
1: always comes up i feel like my life is like that you know as an actor you know that if you're on holiday and you get a self tape you're gonna have to do a Mm self-tape and it just feels like you you, when i was in Hollyoaks as well it was very hard to to commit to things like weddings you had to book so far in advance and even still if too many artists were already booked off at that time yeah to get it so there were things that I couldn't get out of. So for I was lucky to go to weddings and, and everything, but I did have, all my friends went to Amsterdam and I've never been. I had to work and obviously I'm always grateful to work, yeah. but they had such a good time. And I really felt that was the first like going away trip that I didn't go on. And I had FOMO so yeah. bad. I don't get that very often. Um what I did then
0: no it's the life of an, oh, of an actor like isn't it. it I remember the beginning of the year I uh, we arrived in Bruges and I was getting ready for dinner that night the whole week ahead like so excited and it was like you've got an audition on Thursday and I just thought oh my gosh so that's I had to learn it all on the holiday I mean that's what you do it's your yes, job
1: go on holiday had him if you want a job, go on holiday. That's yeah, when you get them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I literally <laughs> thought you were like, you shouldn't have gone on holiday. I was like, thanks, Amanda. I thought that's why i say. dedicated to the art. How could you take some time off? Yeah. Um, the last question for my quick fire games are have you ever been called in super last
1: minute? And if so, how last minute was it? Yes, it was uh Hollyoaks, so that was the Saturday. So I auditioned on the Thursday, I think. And then I had to come in on the Saturday. Um, And then also my first audition at Casualty. So I I didn't get the part the first time I auditioned. I got it the second time. The first time I auditioned for a different part, um, that was like the day before I got told by my agent, like midday, but I didn't get the scripts until later that day, it was like eight scenes and it was for the next day oh to be my in God. I had to get the train to elstree which is quite far out mm. um, so i thought well oh, i really need to learn all of this um yeah so that was probably i think yeah, that- the quickest turnaround
0: What piece of advice would you give to anybody? Obviously, you teach a lot of aspiring actors. Um, you work with so many actors. You are an actor yourself. What um, kind of major piece of advice would would you give? Because you've given so much today already, but is there any one thing that that you can think of?
1: I think I, I think this is the one thing I say to my students more than anything is just trust yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there are so many areas in this job where doubt can can get in. Mm-hmm. Happens to happens to all of us. Um, it might be that you're in an audition waiting room, and you go in there, and you're like, "I'm I'm confident, I know what I'm going to do," but there could just be one little thing. It could be someone talking to you and not not stopping talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, it could be anything. I, I don't know if you've auditioned at Spotlight. Yes, um, I have. Yeah. And now they have, uh, you know, they audition for Nickelodeon um, and Disney yeah. in, on the same floor as you might be auditioning for something that's really serious and you're all in the same waiting room. So it could just take a kid running up and down and you you can't yell at the kid. Do you know what I mean? So, but even that energy can creep Mm -hmm. in and then that can feed some sort of doubt because you think, oh, I'm not fully focused. Like I should be focused. Um, But I think if you just trust yourself and I I try and take this advice myself all the time, you just trust yourself and your process and your talent, then you're going to enjoy the experience a lot more. Definitely. Definitely. I'm still taking that advice myself. So it's just something to constantly remind yourself, especially when learning as well. I did some classes during lockdown in America. Oh, I did them in America. And then they went on Zoom, which was great. Amazing. That, which was comedy classes, which was so you Because you were
0: out in LA, weren't you, last year? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so sunny. Oh my gosh. I was, that's when I had FOMO as well, of seeing your photos.
1: But that's a really important point. Yeah, and as well, it's like, if you're working a lot, then you're learning, you're constantly working on your craft. But if you have a period of time where you're not working, hello, 2020, yeah. um, you've got to keep working on your craft because you just have to be ready for when that audition comes comes through. Definitely. Um, and reading for other people, that's another piece of advice. If you can read for a friend who's an actor as well, if you know you can do it and you have got you can spare an hour to work yeah. with a friend just do it because you're gonna need it at some point. You need Definitely. to little of friends that, I've got my group of friends that we always, we know that if a drop, of, a drop of a hat, if they need a reader and I'm available to do it, I'll do everything I can in my power to do it oh. with them. Because you want a good reader. And if you yeah. could do it with an actor, a good actor, why would you not? Um, exactly. So, and I know it's not always possible for everyone, but if you are an actor that could be a reader for someone and you know you'll need that, that favor too, do everything you can. To do it. So, um, before we go,
0: I I just want to end on your proudest or funniest or worst or most hilarious or whatever you want to call it audition story. It can
1: be anything you like. I mean, I don't know if it's that wild, but um, I did have an audition. Oh, it wasn't long after I left Hollyoaks. So I, you know, I've been in the same job for five years. So I was preparing myself for auditioning again, but there is nothing like just auditioning. Yeah. Like, you know, you can practice self tapes, but actually getting in the room and Mm. having conversations with people in that setting again, it is, you know, it's new again. And not long after I left, I had an audition for a film. Uh, It was an independent film. Uh, I'm always worried that people will know what I'm talking about. Like no one would know what this is. I don't know. Well,
0: I know. I know. Well, let's we could call it something else if you want. We could call it like a, a music video or you know, be anonymous. I was so auditioning for a music yeah. video.
1: <laughs> music video. And uh, the person who was auditioning me for the music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, some people will think it's a music video, um, <laughs> which I've never auditioned for. Um, yeah. So it was written by the person who's going to be playing the part that I was reading opposite. Okay. And... Yeah, they were heavily involved in the production. So I'd never really had an audition like this before anyway. No. And it said on the breakdown, it was in London, so I had to get the train down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it said that I had to wear dress and heels. Now, I don't know how often this happens in the TV world anymore. No. Um, And Mm. I think if you really wanted to know what I look like in a dress and heels, it's not that hard to find. (laughs) online let's be honest um so I don't know how necessary that was however I do like dressing up and getting into character so if they're asking me to do it it definitely makes me feel more I I'm I must admit I
0: have been told to like dress do I say sexy I thought you were gonna say (laughs) (laughs) undress. no 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 um but yeah I have been given that brief before
1: Yes, yeah, mm. an interesting one. I mean, I wasn't opposed to it. I thought, yeah, okay, it'll help me get into character anyway.
0: I took but my I had- mum in case it was something a bit rude.
1: <laughs> but I got there mm. and obviously I got the train. So I didn't want to get the train in this dress in like heels. I know some people dress like that every day, but I am a trainer's girl. So I was. So what I did is I kind of had a dress that would work day to night. Okay, clever wore it with a jacket and trainers and thought mm-hmm. I'll just put the heels on when I get there. Yeah. And I always go to the bathroom before um, going into the room just to check my face, like do my checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> run down my face. Cause I, I spent two hours getting to London, so. And then so, you,
0: always, you shoulder up. your leg, you limber up. Yeah, <laughs> do your I'm sirens in the-, in the toilet. Yeah, excellent.
1: So I got to this uh, audition and in the, there was a couple of people in the waiting room. Um, and I went to the bathroom and it was the tiniest little toilet like and sink. and I was like trying to like get get ready and and then get my makeup like check my makeup in this little mirror and I just thought, oh, this is really sort of like this is not ideal again, this is what where all the doubt creeps in because mm-hmm. something's thrown you off and yeah. even though you can prepare for it and be like, I'm not gonna let anything throw me off. yeah it, it, Matter. any little thing can get in so then I had that experience so then I walked back down into the waiting room now in my heels my dress no jacket and I'm ready to you know be sexy Yeah, here she <laughs> which is I <laughs> which I am so not um but anyway so I, I did that and then I'm sat in this waiting room and there was another girl that was in dress and heels and then there was two other girls that were obviously auditioning for the other part mm. and they could just wear whatever they liked and one of the girls was just looking at me and she knew mm-hmm. the lady who worked on reception that signs you in. Right. In the office. And they were chatting away. And she just kept throwing a few looks at me as I was sat there. Like rude or like nice? Uh, yeah, it wasn't the nicest oh. guy. I mean, I don't know what she was saying or what her intentions were. Um, and usually I don't let anything get in. But no. But there was me and this other girl, both dressed up. And she was one of the girls that wasn't. And I think she was trying to make, I don't know, I got bad vibes. <laughs> Why am I was like, I'm like already? I'm already dressed in a dress and heels. Yeah. I'm like you know what? No, I'm going to sit here and I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. I'm not going to let you make me feel bad about this decision because I was told I had to. Yeah, this is a character choice, okay? was <laughs> so the brief? <laughs> so I was like, I'm not letting that that get in. And then he calls me in. I go in and he asked me to say a few things to camera that, mm. that for an IDM, which is standard. But well, at the end of the questions, there's one question I wasn't overly happy about, but that's a different story for a different day. Right. Um, uh, but he then asked me um, a list of things to say to camera. And then, oh, and just an interesting fact about yourself. And oh, my favorite and, question. And and I was like, you know, when you're concentrating so hard on remembering what you yeah. actually to camera. I heard the first three didn't like the fourth and then that just went out of my brain and had forgotten what he said because I was like I mustn't have liked it so I no no straight. no so I was like okay and then so I went straight to camera I was like hi my name's this, this is my agent and I went I'm sorry uh and, and what did you say and he said and this I went okay and then this and I'm sorry what was the last one oh no <laughs> I was like and he went and then he went just just an interesting fact about yourself I went oh Okay. And uh, everything I thought about it just came out. Like um, so there was no hiding what I thought about that question,
0: <laughs> which
1: is terrible, really. But no, like, it's
0: not. It's not. It just goes to show. But
1: it, is not it literally
0: goes to show that, you know, you're, you, you clearly have been put off by a couple of things, but you're really, I know you're really focused. So it just goes to show like how uncomfortable you felt in that situation.
1: Yeah. And I think, so then I, um so uh, but the interesting fact that I came out with when someone says I, I don't think I've ever asked that question like if you want to know something about me like talk yeah. to me or ask me yeah to and stuff. but like that is a very oh, such a as soon as you say interesting fact I go to the least interesting thing about me straight away <laughs> and maybe I should have one prepared but I'm like I, I just it's just I guess that's just not my way Naturally no you're very
0: uh, you're very open as well and honest so I know people who lie. <laughs> no no as in no as in like I I do say to my students like I remember going to an audition and them asking and somebody said oh I got engaged yesterday and then when I said to them oh congratulations they were like I say that all the time like every time I go to an audition and they ask me that
1: oh interesting mm. well
0: I'm I've got a blue said- peter badge that's what I say mine is
1: oh that's a good one yeah, maybe, I, I, I'm i obviously going to have to think of one, but I've never been asking. for lame since. is. <laughs> I once auditioned for lame it. No, but I said to him, I said, oh, I am, um, uh, my name's the and I did the whole spiel again. And then mm. I said, um, uh, and I was born in Scotland and I had a Scottish accent till I was five. <laughs> and I was like- That oh, actually gosh. is interesting. He did say that is interesting. I was like, no, it's not, lie, So you had
0: man. a Scottish accent? Yeah because oh my gosh help me out girl because i'm half scottish and my accent oh, is yeah, yeah dad's glaswegian uh, your mum's scottish as well no no that would make me full scottish and then i'd oh, have no you? excuse i'd have no excuse for <laughs> the um bad accent but my accent is terrible
1: so i said yeah. i was from scotland mm. and then in the audition as i'm reading so i'm already put off because i've had to say an interesting fact about myself yeah and then i was like okay and I do the scene and then my script just falls out my hand oh no. <laughs> halfway through. And I'm in this dress and heels. Oh no. And I was like, what do I do? But, but luckily I did just, I didn't let it throw me. I picked it up and just carried on. And I was like, of course that happened. Because my hand oh, was God. And then at the end, it, 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 even the way they're like, well done. And everything. I was like, no, you're lying. You're lying. We all know <laughs> we're lying. <laughs> like nothing good about this experience. I'm not happy you're not, awesome. not happy yeah. <laughs> so I was like yeah nice to meet you and he was like yeah we'll, we'll get back to you either way and I was like yeah yeah cool did they, no they didn't no <laughs> but I, I knew as soon as I walked out I know when I say all oh, that like even after Stardust I was like oh there's no way I'm getting that but I also knew that it wasn't a dancing part so yeah part of me knew that it wasn't completely ruled out but with this it was like no I know <laughs> yeah I have not got this part but I wasn't too upset about it
0: Amanda thank you so much for chatting with me today it's been so lovely to see you I wish I could see you in real life and honestly you've given so much like advice and little nuggets of gems no little nuggets of <laughs>
1: We're <gonna send> gems.
0: <laughs> little nuggets and gems for any aspiring actor. <laughs> and before before you go all I have to ask you to do is just say the title of the podcast thanks that's all for today in your best Amanda Clapham voice thanks that's all for today
1: oh but then I just wanted to do it the way you did it oh no (laughs) thanks that's all for today oh I love that one (laughs) we have a little collection um okay thanks no that's horrible (laughs) it's not it's not and by the way
0: you're you're on the intro as well because you have sent me one so
1: oh, okay let me try that again
0: let's si- I'll give you a run-up because it's not fair me just not say anything no, so, so sign much. us sign us off Amanda Clapham thanks for coming and having a chat
1: thanks that's all for today Woo-hoo!